So as much as I'd really love to give you a very detailed, specific, step-by-step process outlined day by day of what your husband needs to do for you in postpartum, probably make your life a whole lot easier, but I actually want to dive into something very specific about how your husband can support you in the postpartum period, specifically with your mental, emotional state. Hey mama, are you in your third trimester and starting to freak out about the postpartum period? We'll take a deep breath and welcome to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, a naturopathic physician and a fellow mom who's been in your shoes. From mindset techniques to holistic strategies for your health, we'll empower you to navigate motherhood with confidence and vitality. So grab a comforting cup of tea, or who are we kidding, coffee, and let's dive in to this incredible chapter of your life. My goal of this podcast is to embrace the naturopathic principle of docere, which means to teach. I really want you to learn practical advice on how to actually improve your postpartum experience, but this does not replace the use of your own personal physician. Any and all medical advice should be done and taken through the careful and personal decisions of your medical doctor. Can I let you in on a little secret? You're probably spending way too much time preparing for labor and not enough time preparing for postpartum. Postpartum is a zillion times longer, and I want to help you with it. So check out my free training at www.thenewmomnaturopath.com. That's thenewmomnaturopath.com. It's a 40-minute training that helps you prepare for postpartum with confidence. Whew, no one told me that starting a podcast, I could never get sick because recording episodes in between coughing fits is it's really hard. Anyway. Today's episode is how or what new moms need from their husbands um, in postpartum. So I feel like my husband kept getting the advice of postpartum is very difficult, but you won't know what to do because she has to kind of do everything. It's not entirely true, but it's kind of true. But like, not really, but it's kind of true. So here's the issue. I'm going to start with the, the background story here. When I was in postpartum, I was breastfeeding. I was still trying to navigate breastfeeding. The first two weeks, my son did not want to latch, and we ended up having to do two um, procedures to get a tongue tie uh, removed for him, and that the second one did it. I was able to actually breastfeed, no problem. It was a learning curve for me, but I was also super determined that I wasn't going to let it go. I was just, I couldn't get myself. I literally, this is how emotional I was, and it was, it was in Baby Blue's face, so I'll give myself permission. But anyway, the doctor's office gave me, they gave me free formula. And I took it. I opened the cans like a dumbass. They gave me the cans, and I um, was able to open them, put water in a bottle, and then I just couldn't mix it because I was just, I felt like such a failure. I felt so horrible. Here I am, a naturopathic student. I wanted to have a natural birth, and I ended up having a C-section. I wanted all these things. And also, I had in my mind, he was starting, he was going to get cast in like five days. Like, at this point when I'm shaking the bottle up, and I'm trying to force myself to give him bottle food because I couldn't do the pumping and feeding and bottle feeding and get sleep and manage to stay saying so I was you know I was in that moment of just like if I don't 
breastfeed him, if I don't, if I don't do this, then I failed. And also he's going to be casted from hip to toe bilaterally. So both his feet are going to be covered in this cast. And I think that in my mind, I had made this world where, where it was just like, he's going to be separate from me. He'll be separated. We won't be able to snuggle. We won't be able to cuddle. He won't be Orion anymore. He won't be my baby anymore because the casts are going to take it away from me. And I had that story. And no matter how much self-help or whatever, I, I could not get myself to rewrite that story. That if I could not breastfeed him, I would fail. And um, physiologically, I was making a ton of milk. I was overproducing by a lot because I was trying to do so much. And also, I was just naturally producing. I started producing milk even before he was born. And so, it was just kind of, um, it was a very big struggle for me, mentally. And I don't think that in reality, I, I, I don't think that if I were to go back, I could tell myself, I could talk myself out of that topic. I don't think I could. Even now with my perspective, like, I look at that time frame and I see I was so deep into that story. I was so deep into that idea that I, you know, there was no way for me to succeed as a, as a clubfoot mama. There's no way for me to have a, have a connection with my son. I know better now because I know that through that process, I built this amazing relationship. And there are things about postpartum that I hated because I had to do them because he had to have surgery. He had to have casts. But um, that was my, my world in that moment. And I, I say this not to separate myself because I know in, in my mind – you're thinking you had a reason to, like, you had club feet. Like, that's why you felt that way. But I can tell you that physiologically, I had every reason to think that way. Like, it is, it is your internal clock that says, I have to feed this baby and I have to do it myself. I have to feed this baby. It is wired within you that it's just such a, an emotionally charged moment in time where your body just feels this, like, my brain just felt this in, intense need to provide for my child in a way that I, I, I just, I knew my body could, my body could do it, he just wouldn't latch, he wouldn't do it, and so I couldn't do it, and it was just so incredibly frustrating and so demoralizing, and how, like, I, I couldn't give up, I just couldn't give up, it was not possible for me to give up, and my husband did not pressure me to keep, um, keep trying to, to breastfeed. He, he did not. He encouraged me to use formula. He was perfectly fine with us using formula. I was not. Um, for some reason I was just not, like it wasn't even, I know the science behind it. I know that formula food is perfectly fine and, and totally fine for him to consume. Like I knew all of the science behind it. I knew that like no matter what, it was acceptable for me to give him whatever food he needed because in that moment, it's, it's totally fine. And I rationally could think through all of these steps. I could think through all of the steps and go, just give him the milk. It will be okay. Like, it'll be okay. And yet I could not get myself to do it because I felt like such a failure. 
And so instead of just putting the powder in the water and giving it to my baby, I went and pumped more. I washed my pump parts and I pumped again. And I think that later in the day I spilled milk and I cried again. So I say this in this moment of like, what do you need from your husband? You need someone that can just sit with you in those moments. Not try to fix it. Not try to tell you you're doing a good job or a bad job. Not try to tell you how to do it or who to call or to get. There's no need for someone to fix this. Because what that moment was was not a fixable moment. It was not a fixable moment. It was a. It was an internal battle of a, of an ancient mother. Like it was like a it was like something that I innately felt so deep in my soul that I was failing because I gave my son formula. I don't have that judgment about anybody else. I'm gonna be very clear about that. I don't judge anybody for doing formula. Like I, I. Even judge myself looking back going, oh my God, just give them the freaking food. But in that moment, I, I didn't need someone to tell me that. And you don't need that either. You don't need someone telling you that it's okay to give them baby food. It's okay to give them, do baby led weaning. It's okay for you to do all these things. In that moment, what I needed is someone to just sit with me in the ambiguity of, oh my gosh, I've, I, I, I've failed at the one thing I wanted to do. The one thing I wanted to do was feed my baby. The one thing I had in that moment was to be able to give my child food. And I couldn't do it. And I couldn't do it the way I wanted to do it. And I couldn't, I couldn't get myself to not judge myself or feel shame that I could not do it. And this wasn't brought on by society. I just want to emphasize that. Like I have taken, I took all of the courses in school. It wasn't like I, I intellectually knew that I had the ability to give him food. But I emotionally felt so shameful in that moment of not not reaching it, which is why I called and I had the resources to be able to call a lactation consultant and I was able to go um, to um, another provider that was covered under my insurance and I was able to get him to have cranial sacral, which is a type of manipulation to help him um, latch better and I was also able to give him um, a second phrenectomy. We were able to do another procedure for his tongue tie. And so all of these things fell into place. They all fell into place in, a, in perfect timing, honestly. When I look back, it's like, oh, why did, why was I so freaked out? <laughs> why was I so freaked out? <laughs> but then when I look at it and I think about it, it was, you know, I, it was two weeks. It was within the two weeks. It was baby blues. It was that um, overwhelming, uh, uncontrollable s- surge of emotions. And it was this intense, so powerful love for my child that I would do anything, even things that don't make sense, that don't make sense. <laughs> and what I will say to you in this moment is yes, I could give you a list of things that you will need from your husbands. You will need them to do the dishes, to take out the trash, to help you with laundry, to do, um, to bring you home a treat 
when they come home from work because you really, 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 really just want some nachos, like, or you just want a soda or whatever it is that you're craving because you've literally done the same thing for 12 hours and you're tired of screaming and you're really sick of poopy diapers and there's just so much going on that you're just overwhelmed. There are little things that I could say that a husband could do for you or your partner could do for you. Like there, there's a million and, and, and one things. But number one, those things are very specific to you and what you need, and you will have to get clear on the exact way that your husband can help you in this moment of freak out. But what you do need from your husband is a supportive person, your best friend to be there. That Even though he's tired and you're tired, even though he may have to go to work and you get to stay home, Lord bless you for the countries that don't have to deal with that, um, but even 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 considering all of those parameters what you need is a friend that will sit with you in the ambiguity of not knowing what to do sit with you in those moments of i am so frustrated right now i want to give up but i emotionally can't i can't because when i look back at that moment i literally could not feed my son formula and i had no shame prior to that. I had no shame. The reason I was so tied to it was because of the club feet. Like I honestly, I don't know that I would have had as strong of a, of a cut through of like, I can't give him formula. If I hadn't had the knowledge that he was going to be casted. And I had that like in my mind thought of like, if he's going to be casted, he's going to be separate. I can't cuddle. He won't be my, he won't be my squishy. He won't be my squishy. I just think of fighting evil when I say that. Um, but <laughs> I think that when I go back, if I didn't have that as a pressure, I, I would have just been like, all right, we'll just give him some formula. It's not a big deal. But I had mentally not, I was not okay with that because I had given up. I, in my mind, I had given up and sacrificed postpartum in general. And in like after the two weeks, like all I was given in postpartum was two weeks. Like in my mind, that was like, the cutoff. And so then transition wise, I was going to be done with postpartum because clubfoot treatment had started. That is not what happened. But my brain in its hormonal up and down, figuring out life, freaked out new mom phase. That was all my brain had the capacity to say. So I really do want to emphasize that. That is, I'm not saying that I had this like, um, moral obligation to breastfeed over feeding him formula. I didn't, I didn't have that opinion. I knew that factually it was statistically better for us since I had gestational diabetes for us to breastfeed for at least six months. I knew that in, in terms of my mental health and in terms of protection against migraines during postpartum, it was better for me to breastfeed. And so I had a lot of reasons why I wanted to factually and intellectually go for breastfeeding but emotionally I was going for it because I I that two week mark was like I I felt like it was the funeral of my postpartum period I felt like I was gonna say goodbye to my child because the treatments were gonna separate me from him in a way that I felt like I couldn't overcome now once he was casted that feeling subsided significantly because he was still my squishy he was still my baby boy we still had so much fun together I still learned with him I grew with him I was able to grow with him in terms of how to breastfeed him 
and how to learn how to, you know, manage the cast, manage the crying and the gas and all the things that happen in postpartum with or without club feet, but then add the complexity of, of, of really wonky casts that were really weirdly designed and slits and all kinds of anxiety that that produced in my life. So what you need from your husband is not necessarily a to-do list. I can't give you a step-by-step guide of what you need because that's specific to you. But what you do need is a partner and a friend and someone that can go that you can go to when you are not really yourself, when you're not really you're emotionally charged for a reason that is beyond you. That is beyond just a feeling. It's a it's a physiological rewiring of your brain. You're changing your APA access which is the stress relationship, uh, the hormones involved in stress management. You're changing the structure of your brain. Your brain's already gone through a crazy restructuring just being pregnant. You're also changing hormones. If you want to learn more about this, check out the previous episode about what happens in postpartum. And all of the things that happen in terms of the physiology changes affect that emotional ploy. And while they're in a phase of figuring out this new life because they've never been a father before, they've never been a parent to a baby before, and also they didn't get the warm-up period of feeling a child grow inside them, you're the one going through a really crazy, physical, tangible change in your life. So what you really need is just a partner to get you through to the other side. And... um give you a little bit of grace for when things are not logical, when things are not, um, not easy. If you are struggling with postpartum or you are nervous about this process of what's about to happen, I really want to walk you through some things that you can do to help yourself prepare and also manage if you're in the swing of things. And so if you are interested, check out my free training, the newmomnaturopath.com. That's the newmomnaturopath.com. And I really hope to hear from you. Have a great day. I'll see you Thursday. Thank you for listening to the New Mom Naturopath podcast. I really hope you learned something and grew during this episode. If you could leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be so helpful for me. If you have any questions, email me at admin at the newmomnaturopath.com. And as always, please join our Facebook group, The New Mom Naturopath, on Facebook. Have a wonderful day.